Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. It's uh hi hi everyone. Hello everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. Ah fuck. Surf Ninjas. From Neil Israel, the director of Bachelor Party, comes the action-packed PG-rated comedy the entire family will love. And critics are saying it's a kid action bonanza and a wisecracking lively action comedy. Surf Ninjas. Stars Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle veteran Ernie Race Jr. Wanna go to the mall sometime? Saturday Night Live's hilarious copy room guy Rob Schneider. Seriously, don't thank me. It's the least I can do as your monarch. Wild Thing, Tone Loke, star of Poetic Justice and Posse. Brothers don't surf. And Naked Guns Leslie Nielsen as the evil Colonel Chief. New Line Home Video presents Surf Ninjas, the 1993 national theatrical release seen on over 1,300 screens. Rock and roll, dude. With over $8 million spent in prints and advertising. It's Thursday, right? So so this is a uh, Patreon-produced episode. It's a We Just Watched Classic, and it's brought to you by Mr. DNA, mm. uh, who, who gave us some choices. Mr. DNA said you can either watch Lord of War, Jurassic Park, or Surf Ninjas. Uh, don't let my name influence you. And we're all like, well, it's gonna anyway. So we'll do <laughs> we'll do Surf Ninjas. Yes. The 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 movie you clearly want out of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always going to be Surf Ninjas. It was. You can't give us a list like that. Like this list could be a hundred movies long and if it ends with surf ninjas we'll be like well that's the one they're they're right there there it is tom have you had you seen this movie before no neither had i it uh i looked in a little bit of the making of uh Mm -hmm. and i found an interview with um sega visions magazine oh boy yeah this was uh this they really wanted this to be a hit. It, they they were very confident about it. One of the mm-hmm. one, one of the uh, one of the interviews with I think the producer uh, said, "I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> we're releasing Surf Ninjas nationwide in August, up against some anticipated blockbusters, and we're confident about its success." Uh, there they 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 did a um, special screening where they got an average rating of ninety seven point zero. Uh, when asked, when asked to give them the top three reasons why they liked the movie, uh, they said, number one, action slash fighting slash martial arts. Number two, comedy slash humor. And number three, Sega. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They had a video game tie-in that was being made while this movie was, uh, in scripting stages. And as you know now, they tied it into the movie quite a lot. Right. Like the the Game Gear video game is like a a pretty big part of the plot. 
It is. Um, it's used to see the future. Mm-hmm. Also, one last fact I want to share is they shot this in one of Northern Thailand's most sacred temples, uh, founded in 1033. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the first motion picture to ever be allowed to film on temple grounds. Um, It supposedly contains locks of Buddha's hair there. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they really they really got an in here. Uh, to film this how did you like surf ninjas oh man (laughs) (laughs) that's a difficult question to answer (laughs) it really is (laughs) because i enjoyed my time watching surf ninjas Mm -hmm. um but It's a very bad movie. This movie is batshit. <laughs> it's out of its damn mind, that's for sure. My, yeah. yeah, my favorite thing about it is the combination of kid movie fun and humor mm-hmm. with sudden bursts of horrible violence. <laughs> <laughs> Such as vehicular homicide conducted by a child. Yes. Ah. Uh, this is what is this about? I had a lot of trouble at the beginning. So uh, it's it's about two brothers. Um, fucking what? Johnny and I don't even know what the little kid's oh, name was. Who gives a shit? The but uh, they live in Santa Monica. They lo- the, all they lo- all they want to do is surf and skateboard. Um, mm-hmm. Their best friend is Rob Schneider, who the movie would have us believe is also in high school, but was in <laughs> fact thirty years old when they were filming this movie. Yeah, it he had already it... been on Saturday Night Live when this movie <laughs> came out. It makes the movie constantly unsettling because it's. <laughs> Just us with our 30-year-old friend, Rob Schneider, yeah. with, like, orange hair who acts like a maniac. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, they, they're, uh, this guy shows up um, and is like, you're actually princes of this uh, legendary faraway kingdom that's been taken over by this ruthless warlord, Leslie Nielsen, um, and it's your destiny to return and, and free your people. So they get on a boat um, after several random ninja attacks throughout Los Angeles. Yeah. They get on a boat. Ninjas they just are trying to murder them. Get very hard. Yeah, and if they're, they they're, succeeded. They're, they're trying their absolute best to yeah, kill Yeah, if they succeeded. Because they try to kill them like in their school. Mm-hmm. And like, like imagine if a child was murdered by ninjas just in his school. And what the news would try to make of that. Do you know how many hours I probably devoted to imagining that exact scenario when I was uh-huh. in, in, in elementary school? Well, yeah, it's, it's, you have contingencies for that. It's, yeah. it's on the list of possibilities. The year 1993, when this was released, I spent a lot of time thinking about ninja <laughs> attacks on my school. <laughs> um, they, they, they get a boat to the island, um... They defeat the warlord's forces. Um, well, actually, no. They, they they free their people first from the warlord's forces on their island, and then they use surfboards to cross the deadly channel to the uh, yes the uh, the warlord's island fortress. And then they 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 storm the fortress and they kill everybody there. <laughs> pretty much. Yep. They electrocute uh, Leslie Nielsen dressed as a robot samurai. 
Yeah. Driving a Jeep. This, Classic ninja villain. This this movie is a real potpourri of, of a very different uh, Asian and South Asian cultures. Yes. <laughs> like... Like Ernie Reyes Jr. and Ernie Reyes Sr., who plays the uh, the their bodyguard uncle, they're Filipino, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And then it looks like the the kingdom that they uh, are are princes of looks like you know vaguely Indonesian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen is wearing full Japanese samurai armor for some reason. <laughs> for a lot of the film, this movie does the not care about the entire film. Yeah. He's wearing it, it the whole movie. <laughs> this movie is playing it real fast and loose when it comes to Asian culture. Yeah. Uh, they do not give a shit. <laughs> uh, you forgot the ending where our main character, I believe, at least is how I interpreted it, dissolved the government and started an anarcho-communist society. Um, it's um, not clear. Yeah, he just said, I'm dissolving the monarchy and giving the government back to you, the people. So he just, yeah. he, within three minutes of being the king, he torpedoed the economy. <laughs> he absolutely did. Like, you really shouldn't put a teenager in charge like that. But mm-hmm. they did. And then they all sing. The they all sing ends. Barbara Ann. <laughs> and then the movie yeah. ends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I want to talk about the fact that they do very little surfing. There's not a lot of surfing, um, but the, to to be fair, the movie makes two specific promises, and it does deliver on both of them. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I would say the surfing. I I wanted to see surf ninja fighting. Yes, obviously. Uh, the beginning shot, I was like, "Oh no," because it's the actors clearly not surfing. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and then that's the last we see them really surf. And then they kind of use surfboards to travel, mm-hmm. which is like the most boring way to use surfboards. Uh, but they do technically surf. Mm-hmm. And they like beat people up with skateboards and stuff. Yeah. And they, they motor surf, which is all the rave in Santa Monica. Yeah, apparently it's just it's such a malignant problem that... The cops, cops just involved. the cops just know what it is and are involved, and I I swear to God that first cop we see who's pulled over another group of uh, ne'er do well teenagers uh, for, for motor surfing for more moto surfing I swear <laughs> that cop was Matthew Perry but I can't find confirmation of that anywhere. I mean that makes as much sense as anything else. Well, we were we had to watch this because this movie is not available anywhere. We had to watch a fairly grainy YouTube. Uh, upload of it yes um so it, it it was really hard to tell but it i man i swear that was matthew perry in the beginning of this movie there's no way to know yeah it's, it's i mean who can I, say he probably doesn't even know if he's in this movie or not oh yeah um yeah i assume like ernie ray's did his own stunts obviously i don't know if yeah he didn't do when the surfing at the beginning it was so grainy that i kind of just assumed it was a stuntman mm-hmm uh, because the shots of them, that's clearly them, is very clearly them in front of like a blue backdrop. Yeah, that's yeah. some of the most, There's this, the inserts in this movie are some of the most obvious I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna explain motor surfing or moto surfing for yes, people. Yes, please, please do. It's some real rich kid shit. They, uh, they, 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 they drive to school in their Jeep and they pretend to row the car as they drive well they pretend to surf and then they pretend to wipe out and then they pretend to row 
Right. <laughs> and it's apparently such a big problem that cops are involved. Because I assume there's been multiple fatalities, right? Well, yeah, because like Rob Schneider's driving smash- with his foot. Like everybody yeah. stands up in the car and pretends like they're surfing, including the driver. Yeah, it's it's a real dumb way to die as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's, it's never happened in real life, right? That's not a thing that's ever happened. I don't know. I can't say with certainty that it's never happened. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, if anything, this movie caused it to happen. Mm-hmm. This movie might have blood on its hands. There's a lot of dangerous driving in this movie. There's a lot of driving in this movie. Again, Leslie Nielsen at the end just drives a Jeep <laughs> dressed as a samurai uh, it was uh i mean what else is he gonna do like leslie nielsen they had the f- to make him a robot so he's like formidable the, the funniest part of the entire movie well not maybe not the entire movie but one of the funniest parts of that finale is when we're finally seeing because like the the premise is is that ernie reyes jr slowly begins to become possessed by like the spirit of his destiny right so he's actually able to start kicking the shit out of people um and in the end sequence, he's just full-blown Ernie Reyes Jr. beating the Christ out of people. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing a bunch of cool shit, like him and his dad, who's also like a martial artist and stunt person, um, just you know flipping around, fucking people up, throwing devastating wheel kicks and shit. And so we're like in the middle of this huge melee battle where everybody's like demonstrating some like pretty cool martial arts stuff. And then Leslie Nielsen comes out in his gigantic samurai armor holding a, a snub-nosed revolver. And for some, yes. <laughs> for some yes. reason, the disconnect of that image about brought me to my knees. There's a lot of those moments where you're like, what exactly am I seeing here? What? It's just, I love it because he's just like, uh, I mean, how else am I going to beat these guys? Right. Yes, I'm, I'm Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. In like twenty pounds of armor, I can yeah, barely armor. I can barely move. <laughs> the armor is not helping him. <laughs> what the fuck? He, he has to have a final fight with Ernie Reyes, and it's like yeah. I'm sitting there. Oh man, <laughs> watching that unfold was a real treat because I was like, okay, how are they going to do this? Because there's no way. Th- Ernie Reyes can even throw like a fainted kick into Leslie Nielsen. Right. So how are they going to resolve without this? immediately killing Leslie <laughs> Nielsen on set? Unless we yeah. get a, an extremely obvious stunt person with spray painted hair. Right. Um, so he ends up just, he knocks him over by pushing him on the head with his finger. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's it. Like he doesn't actually fight him because of course he doesn't actually fight Leslie Nielsen. Right. If he just like beat him to death while everybody quietly watched, it would have been weird. Yeah, if he so just goes, he, if he just like is at full blown Ernie Reyes and just wailing on him, right. and the, the the background crowd noise of like the crowd and fighting gradually gets lower and lower yeah. until it's totally silent. His brother's just crying. <laughs> well, he's just kicking this broken sack of bones <laughs> that used to be <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Oh, that's the ending I want. I mean, honestly. <laughs> The ending they have is almost as violent because Leslie Nielsen falls into his one weakness, which is water, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, electrocutes. And so it's like robot and flesh we, searing together. Yeah. 
It's pretty like brutal. it's got to be acrid, like like a wire smell coming out of there with like burnt flesh. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to smell like a car accident. Yeah, it's horrifying. Um, There's a few. What are you going to say? I was finished that thought, but then I wanted to point out why Leslie Nielsen is half robot. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, there's, a, it's just one of the many bursts of violence I'm referring to where I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, that, that sequence starts with them throwing dynamite and blowing people up. Yep. Which was very unexpected because they're like, all right, let's do this. And it's like montage of them surfing over and going there like going to use their ninja skills and then they just bomb them like terrorists and like <laughs> the, the, she see people like flying through the air from the explosions yeah. they cause and that's only the second explosion in this movie they blow up their own house it's actually the third explosion because they blow oh, up, they it? blow up cars on the road remember right the yeah. cars that are following them, they blow those fuckers straight to hell right so explain Leslie Nielsen's... Okay, the reason Leslie Nielsen is half-cyborg um, yeah. is because earlier in the film, he gets partially crushed to death by an elephant. This is true. An elephant steps on his head. Yeah. So now it's, half of his skull is robot. Once again, another random burst of violence. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it, sta- well, it starts like, off... Jesus. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's, it, it begins to play out like a standard Leslie Nielsen gag where he's like, whoa, whoa, in front of this charging elephant, so you expect like something wacky to happen, and it's, no, he just gets crushed by the elephant. Yeah. It's fucking madness. It's fucked up. Again, it's like this like mix of... like Because Leslie Nielsen's like secret base looks like a Pirate's Cove golf course. Uh and like there's all these gags and then there's like yeah this him getting crushed to death Mm -hmm. so he has to become a cyborg and then getting (laughs) electrocuted and the kids are just like yeah 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 (laughs) the little kid (laughs) the little kid backs over like three men in a jeep yes he does and it's like it's like a cute scene yeah because he this is when he rides the man down the hill uh, uh, the man being Tone Loke. Yes. Uh, who should have died. He should have been riding a corpse by the end of that. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a limp corpse. A broken they, skinned corpse. They fall down a cliff and I had to rewind it because I looked away briefly and only a second of time passed before I looked back and saw a child riding him down a hill. It was like, hold on. I missed something something very important. There's a a gap that needs to be filled immediately. But all it was was they fall off a cliff. The kid kind of falls on him. And they slide down the cliff together. And the kid's like, wee! And he's just like, whoa! And he's like slamming into like rocks and trees. And maybe not trees, but plants. And I thought it was going to be like, yeah, this like slow slide at the bottom with like a trail of blood as just his entire like face is gone at least that's what i was hoping for but yeah, it wasn't that's, there that's what you always hope for yeah and then like a bunch of army guys come out the kid spots a jeep and then the army guys are standing there and the jeep like kind of slowly backs over them and the kids in the car and they're like oh yeah <laughs> good job <laughs> i'm like i think that child just killed three people mm-hmm was that in his fucking what what is he the sega um what is that thing called the game gear game gear thank you which says tells him the future 
which is a part of this movie <clears throat> yeah no it's it's uh, that is his power that is how his power manifests is through the sega uh, game gear someday he's gonna look in that and see how he dies mm-hmm. and he's gonna lose his mind yeah it's a twilight zone episode yeah his game gear is gonna show a little pixelated version of himself having a heart attack <laughs> and he's gonna be like paranoid and that'll drive him with like give him so much stress that'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. and and he'll uh yeah in the twilight zone episode you wouldn't see it right you wouldn't see what he saw until the end so he sees his death on the game gear it slowly drive, drives him insane and then he has a heart attack from stress like mm-hmm. like a night of just dr- heavy drinking mm-hmm. and keels over and drops the game gear and the last thing you see is the exact thing but in like a game gear <clears throat> uh graphics yeah no you nailed it that's that's yeah. that's the end of surf ninjas 2 mm-hmm. was there a surf ninjas 2 oh no okay <clears throat> yeah because i uh, i don't have the numbers in front of me but i'm pretty sure this movie did not do well it did not yeah no it grossed uh 4.9 million dollars <clears throat> yeah this is uh that's uh, how much it deserved it opened uh, in 13th place on its opening weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you said 1993 1993 august of 1993 so when was jurassic park out was that 94 june of 93 okay okay so they had some problems here yeah they couldn't account for the fact that jurassic park would both exist and still be dominating the box office when Mm -hmm. their movie was released but also that their film wasn't very good yeah that's true it's you know what can you do when your movie's just not very good their comic relief is rob schneider you see that's it that's, that's a big problem yeah yeah why was he in a i blacked out during this scene why was he in a wheelchair with bagpipes playing he was pretending to be their uncle okay okay all right i'm gonna oh, okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna read to you everything that defeated surf ninjas in the box office on the weekend of august 20th 1993 please do oh my goodness all right number one is the fugitive that checks out Mm -hmm. number two is hard target Uh uh-huh yeah got the secret garden (laughs) okay (laughs) rising sun all right jurassic park here there it is yeah in the line of fire Ooh, yep that's Uh, clint eastwood right it is yeah john malkovich uh free willy yeah okay okay here's where it gets a little weird heart and souls <laughs> Ooh, that's um robert downey right robert downey jr yeah with the and ghosts that he has to help groden groden's in there groden's in it yeah um alfrey woodard is in it yeah great uh, film kira sedgwick great um, film yeah it's it's a solid film uh the firm yeah see i take my kid to watch the firm before this for surf ninjas yeah <laughs> yeah sleepless in seattle uh-huh jason goes to hell the final friday fair very fair robin hood men in tights sure and then surf ninjas that checks out yeah. i remember excitedly explaining to my teacher the plot of robin hood men in tights <laughs> uh i would i don't think in my little dumb little child brain could even fathom the, a movie like Surf Ninjas at the time. Like, I think this movie passed right over me as a yeah, child. Yeah, this, I had the, no intention of seeing this movie. This Had I seen this, had I been aware of this movie and seen it, 
um, it might have blown my entire mind. Yeah, I guess so. Although I was still, I was still reeling. I was, I was pretty much reeling from Jurassic Park this entire right. summer. So, I was a fan of Naked Gun. So I feel like seeing Frank Trebin get electrocuted before, or after getting crushed by an elephant might do something to me. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. know what he's know. playing it like Frank Trebin. What's funny is I saw pretty much every single one of these movies. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've seen him at some point. I mean, that year. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fucking... Uh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> seeing uh, fucking Heart and Souls yeah. as a child. Oh, yeah. The no, fuck? I saw all of these as a child, except for, like, The Firm and Rising Sun. Right. <laughs> I saw every single one of these in 1993. I think... Okay, I... Uh, you'd have to go through the list again i probably saw like half of them maybe um but i think i watched as a kid a lot of like when it was on rental Mm -hmm. i don't know it was madness you know oh yeah no it was the wild west uh it did beat last action hero that's a shame well last action hero was in its 10th week of release this weekend okay that's fair so they were like they were looking at the papers and they're like oh we we beat last action hero Mm mm-hmm yeah. So that's good, guys. They beat Woody they, Allen's new movie. They beat okay. Man, they beat Manhattan Murder Mystery. Good. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, yes, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Uh, I don't know what the budget of this thing is, but I'm I'm I suspect oh, it was can, a lot. Who can say? Uh, it doesn't yeah. look like a lot. It was probably like ten million, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They didn't make it back. No, hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. They tra- they traveled a lot, apparently. They shot a lot of this in, like, Hawaii and Thailand. Mm-hmm. And then some of it in Los Angeles. Um, I was surprised uh, uh, so much of it was shot, like, uh, at an actual location, an exotic location. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. Um, again, they didn't spend money on the surfing. Oh, no. Good, I really, good Lord, I was... No. I felt burnt by the lack of surfing. Yeah, there, there I felt like there was going to be more surfing, but I would I have. Let, gone. I, I don't know how they would have incorporated it. Like I, I felt like this, there should have been more surfing ninjas because that seemed to be what it implies. Yeah, they had I mean, a whole subplot. That's absolutely what the movie's poster implies. Yes, yes, and like Leslie Nielsen's under their surfboard. And the poster like, ah! Yeah. And I was like, you can't do that. He, he'll electrocute in water. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. He's making um, the same expression he made instance before he was crushed by an elephant. Yeah, exactly. Um, what did you think of the subplot with the princess? Uh, oh. Who's like arranged marriage. Yep. And is like totally cool with it. But she then is. At the, and then, and then they the, have a very random scene <laughs> where she walks off to Ernie Reyes Jr. Who was in the middle of the forest doing something. Yeah, who can say? Uh, yeah, it's it is it is a mystery what he's out there. Of. I think he's just. I, I seem to remember he's holding like a giant bunch of bananas, <laughs> something like that. They're like, Ernie, just put this in your hand. We're gonna start the scene. This is like the scene immediately after they just ra- they just liberated the island and rallied all the people to go attack the fortress. Now he's standing off in the forest by himself with a with a huge amount of with just armloads of fruit. He's like, I'm going to steal these fucking bananas and yeah. bring them home. Yeah, at long last. This is what it was all about. Yeah. It was plundering their banana stores. But um, yeah, she ap- approaches him and is like, look, I'm totally DTF, but let's just be casual. 
Yeah, I'm 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 not yeah, she's like I'm not going to do that arranged marriage thing, but like yeah, DTF. Right, but she's like into the scene before. I was very disturbed by that she she says something to another in another language to a group of henchmen. Uh and they're like, "Oh, yeah." And they they follow her into the forest. And then he beats him up, and mm-hmm. he goes, "What did you say to him?" And she goes, "You'll find out on your on our wedding night." Mm-hmm. So, like, what did she say? Was she like, "Hey, let's fuck in the grass"? Absolutely. Yeah, because like, yeah, I'll fuck in the grass. Like, they're they're so into whatever she said. Uh, Maybe she was like, "Do you want to? You guys want to find some buried treasure?" Oh, that's a good line. I know where some treasure is. Yeah. And then they're like, yes, rich stuff. Yeah, we want buried treasure. And they've trot yeah. off into the underbrush after only to get the Christ beaten out of them by Ernie Reyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, this fucking movie. We ne- we ne- I don't think we ever hear her name, by the way. <laughs> that checks out because I had to look it up when I was like, yeah, we, we, watching I don't think we film. ever hear that character's name. She doesn't matter to the plot. Not really, no. Actually, they, not at like, all. <laughs> they were like, let's let's throw in like a broad, because there's there's like no women in this movie. No, just her. Like, is she the only woman in the movie? Yes. Yeah, and she's just there because she's just totally DTF. Mm-hmm. They give her one moment of like independence where she's like, you know, I'm not so good on this arranged marriage, even though I've like talked about it as an inevitability. Let's just date, mm-hmm. and that's like. Yay! Well, she gets to beat some dudes up too. She does. Okay, good. Yeah, she beats. Yeah, some that up. was. That it was like the it's the afterthought for like little little girls, mm-hmm. right? Where they're like, oh, children also are girls. Mm-hmm. We should probably do something for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad she gets to beat people up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she beats up a couple of guys uh, in front of the truck, and then later on, she's like throwing a couple of absolute haymakers into that dude nice. and, and not he's, she's the first one to knock that dude down the stairs okay yeah. yeah right the guy who keeps going the guy who keeps falling down the stairs yeah, yeah. solid mm-hmm. solid gag. strong gag <laughs> yeah another guy who should have just been like a rib cage and some flesh by the end oh yeah by the time he she mm-hmm. he reached the bottom for sure um yeah yeah that was uh that's uh kelly who she played uh lady deathstrike in x2 no shit yeah hey good for her she's also I like in, her in she's that. also in friday the 13th part eight <laughs> she's, hey! in, she's in jason takes manhattan she's uh, she's the one he kills on the dance floor i'm pretty sure ah this is all great news mm-hmm. yeah because you watch something like surf ninjas and you're like man i hope every single one of these got another chance after this like i don't ernie ray's got multiple chances um was he ever like likable what do you mean well uh, the only th- other thing like what when, what uh i know him from freaking um ninja turtles 2 right mm-hmm. where he i think he's pretty unlikable in that movie he's pretty obnoxious um, yeah has he ever gotten like a, a starring role like i don't find him likable in this one either uh, um, beyond, he's very good at stunts. Yeah, no, and it seemed be- like for a while they were like, "Let's push him up front. Let's get him something." Mm-hmm. Um, and then like hard cut to, uh, you know, 
Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where yeah. Harrison Ford is blowing air into his mouth, yeah, uh, amongst other things. Uh, no, it was pretty much just Ninja Turtles 2, and this one were the yeah. only times he was starring. He was in like Red Sonja as a little kid. And Pool Hall Junkies uh, later. Remember that? Oh, right. Yeah. I... I, he's all, I guess he, what I mean is he's also the the guy that that he's the hey Kansas City guy in the rundown that beats the rocks right. ass. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it's his fault. Like his role in Ninja Turtles two, like he's performing it like like a weirdo, but like he has some shitty lines in that. Uh, and this right, one, and, and it's like can, it's just a bad movie. Yeah. Well, everybody in Ninja Turtles two is an obnoxious dickhead. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I feel like he got he got dealt some bad hands. Yeah. I mean, this movie suffers a lot from, and it's not even you can't even say it's uh, specifically like er- early nineties because we were totally okay with casual racism towards Asian cultures until like. Mm-hmm like two years ago <laughs> like people were still yeah, putting and, that and shit going, in movies and ongoing yeah probably people are still putting that shit in movies mm-hmm. um so he and his brother have to be kind of racist um rob schneider's really racist <laughs> yeah i mean that's nothing new for rob schneider yeah the moment he was doing like a like a the bagpipes and he was doing the scottish accent it was like yeah this feels this feels about right i mean he does worse shit in the movie oh yeah yeah like deliberately mispronouncing people's names and Mm. wearing a coolie hat i mean he looks like i would never let him in my house no um he looks like a monster like he he looks like he's on all the lists in this movie he looks like a racist joke Yes. Like, I would not. Again, the weird orange hair. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he dresses like. At one point, they're dressed like Mario and Luigi. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. I don't think that was on purpose. He He's, intru- um, he's introduced into the movie wearing a t shirt tied around his head as a little hat. Yeah. Um, and a grown man's pair of boxer shorts as just a pair of shorts. Yep. And it's like, what is all this? What yeah. the fuck am I looking at? What is happening at? here? Um, yeah, no, Ro- Rob Schneider looks like a racist joke that became self-aware. Yes. Like, I feel like there's something, there's humanity somewhere in Rob Schneider. Um, has he ever done, like, a good movie? Um, I mean, he's been in, like, he's in Demolition he's Man. In, yeah, he's been in good um, movies. He's, I don't think, he's never been the star of a good movie. But, He's probably the worst part of Demolition Man, right? He, I think he's actually used effectively in Demolition Man. He's, he's only in like two scenes. Yeah. I mean, he does some pretty racist shit in his career. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel that bad for him. Mm-hmm. But there's always something about someone who like consistently sucks. <laughs> like consistently is you don't you just don't want to see him. Uh, in a movie uh, especially one that he stars where like I can't help but to feel for that because yeah. it's like oh you you need a you gotta have a win one of these days right uh, you gotta do like a gritty like drama like like your friend uh, Adam Sandler or something like, like Adam Sandler but, like yeah. I don't I don't know if he deserves I, I, I doesn't isn't he like I, I don't know I, 
he's probably said some problematic things as well. Oh yeah. Along okay. So maybe I maybe I'm thinking too hard on this. Yeah. No, he's we don't we don't need to rehabilitate Rob Schneider. <laughs> okay. All right. Ever never mind everyone. Mm-hmm. Take I'm taking it all back. Just avoid him. I found um, I, f- I found out uh I think last week uh I I discovered that the the musician L King is his daughter. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay. Well, I mean th- th- some of our listeners probably know, but that shit blew my mind. <laughs> Okay. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> um. So yeah, it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just just a brief, just a, just a brief like, like Google of the term Rob Schneider tweets, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just just repelling everyone right he's just in every way he is just completely repellent in every possible way okay Um, i mean in a way i hope he gets like rehabilitated the same way like sure yeah like i mean i hope everybody does but Mm -hmm. uh, i'm not i don't know the guy like if i was like his mother i'd i'd try you know i'd try Mm mm-hmm Maybe not. Maybe after like the animal she gave up to. I don't know. Yeah, the hot chick. Yeah, your your mom definitely stops calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not into that. But yeah, he's so much in this film, uh, and he's just hanging out with children. Yep. And they're treating him like he, it's not totally fucking weird. Um. And then that fucking. Why does the cop follow them? Um, he's to, like uh, concerned about their safety because their their adopted dad's burger joint gets trashed by ninjas and he gets kidnapped. So he's like, "You you kids should." Well, and also he leaves a patrol car. This is another uh, burst of shocking violence. He leaves a patrol car with two cops in it to watch their house, and the ninjas break their fucking necks. Right. <laughs> so he has what the, he has two fuck? murdered cops out in front of their exploded house. Jesus so, fucking Christ. Yeah, it makes I didn't I didn't think back on that uh, uh, until now, but yeah, it makes sense that Tone Loke would be looking for these kids. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of is Miami Connection. Do you remember that movie? Only vaguely. I remember that we watched oh, it. Oh fuck. Such a good movie. Dragon Sound is is a great band. Legitimately a great band in Miami Connection. But the 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 point is that Miami Connection is also a film where they're like really oddly wholesome we're like we're all friends we stick together and then at the end it's just like a blood war of like just like people covered in in viscera like stabbing each other yeah and it's just like gets like strangely violent uh at times this has that where it's like yeah we're best buds this is wholesome and then they fucking blow up people or run people over with cars or cops get killed mm-hmm. by ninjas. And it's like the movie is like, look, ninja fighting, it's 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 a big deal. It's no laughing mat- matter, guys. Yeah. No, this like, is not people fucking die. This is not a place for chuckles and gigs. Yeah, exactly. Uh it's like they're intentionally trying to like I don't know what, traumatize children. But I guess it's all it's all kind of playful, like it's not gory. No, but it's, it's not, violent. It's not much more violent than a Ninja Turtles movie. I guess here's the difference in my head between violent and like gory or like disturbing is that like 
it doesn't you don't need blood to be violent no of course not um like in ninja turtles the first one is a little more gritty that's true like yeah. when, like ninja turtles has one of the more shocking moments in retrospect where fucking shredder falls into a trash compactor casey jones just goes whoops and crushes him to death mm-hmm. and we all just moved on like that wasn't totally fucked up it's like i think casey jones just murdered a man yeah um he, cer- he certainly he's like he certainly pulverized the man's body yeah and like on purpose premeditated mm-hmm. uh that is just murder he well just murdered in, well he comes back in casey jones defense the shredder is dressed like a knife yeah no 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 i would put I him mean, down too the yeah. first moment i get yeah you don't you don't, um, you don't let that guy keep walking around if you can help it but then there's like the Ninja Turtles 2 violence where it's everything is like buffered. Everything is desensitized. Yeah, that was actually, uh, that was, they were instructed to do that. That was like a note. Yes. Yeah, where Shredder gets uh, blasted by a wicked guitar. <laughs> yeah, he does. It goes, oh, and then just kills himself. And then kills himself like a dope. Yeah, so and, like uh, the turtles don't actually they they like beat people up with like goofy toys and stuff because they're not allowed to yeah. to actually hit people, right? Um, but what makes this unique is that it's like a marriage of the two, mm-hmm. where like it has that Ninja Turtles two tone, but then these moments where you're like he just ran them over, right? It would <laughs> oh be my like goodness. it would be like if Shredder got blasted by the bodacity of that guitar. Um, and flew headlong into a wood chipper. Yeah, or like was eaten by dogs, like in Django <laughs> Unchained. Like a long sequence of him screaming. Right, just a, a by real dogs. agonizing sequence yeah. of him being killed by dogs. <laughs> yeah. Shredder and a wood chipper, by the way, that's a battle I want to see, because I don't think the wood chipper is going to get out of that okay. No, no, it's going to have some trouble. That might be a tie. Shredder is like, 40 percent knife yeah so that's that's a real struggle for that wood chipper mm-hmm. yeah him versus magneto would be a quick one uh yeah um it uh, yeah but you, yeah you know what i mean where it's like there's like kids movie violence and then there's like oh shit that was just violent like yeah, Leslie Nielsen yeah. getting electrocuted to death just feels violent, even though it's just smoke. Right, but it's it, like him is, screaming. Yeah, this is this is similar to like No Holds Barred. Yeah, where you're like, I think Hulk Hogan just killed that man. I think Hulk Hogan, but just the movie isn't dwelling on it. And I think I think Kurt Fuller hired a rape thug. <laughs> yeah, in this yeah, in this cartoonish PG-rated movie. Right, and then gets electrocuted in front to the cheers of many. It's electrocuted yeah. to the point where blood comes out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, wrestling! <laughs> wrestling! Oh, battle of the tough guys. It's a battle yeah. of the tough guys. <laughs> <laughs> Surf Ninjas is in that realm. For it people is, wondering, yeah. if you haven't seen Surf Ninjas, it is. it fits squarely in the realm of these kids' movies that are like, what the fuck? Or like Santa with muscles, mm-hmm. any Hulk Hogan movie, really, where it's like I. This is like it's part kids movie and part like like Lynchian horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I think yeah, it's de- definitely in terms of, of the violence and how corny the jokes are. But Surf Ninjas, I think you know for what it's worth, is it's way better written than like a No Holds sure. Barred. Like because No Holds Barred is clearly written by two coked out shitheads. 
Yes, um, named Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and this movie was written by somebody who was trying to appeal to to douchebag kids in 1993. Right. This is well. That I mean, that makes it even weirder. Is this is like feels very corporate. Or it, the behind the scenes is very. It's, it's extremely calculated. And then yeah, they're just. This is what they came up with, and I'm like, this. That's. Well, it's, I'm this surprised. Is, this is the 1993 equivalent of the algorithm creating a movie, right? Right. It's like where, yeah. where people are searching for X, Y, and Z. Let's combine those into a film. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up what these. The director did Bachelor Party. <laughs> sure. Uh. Not much else. He did a few like the younger the the the, the Wonder Years. Um, Jesus, bunch of TV. Still uh, doing TV up until 2015. Oh yeah, this is a real wasteland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he may, might be still with them. Us. Uh, uh, the writer Dan Gordon did Rambo: Last Blood. Oof. <laughs> I never saw that movie. Oh, it is the <laughs> it's the most. Oh my. It's like the biggest right-wing fantasy movie since, mm. like, we, we were ta- just talking about Death Wish 3. It's, like, on that level right. of this is, like, some jerk-off boomers fantasy, this movie. Well, um, he also did Passenger 57. Um, hell yes. Yes. Uh, why Earp, the Kevin Costner 1994 movie. Sure, yeah. Uh, and I'm not seeing not seeing much else here. Murder in like, the he first. Like, he did a lot of things. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Something called Terror in the Mall, which I I don't know. I guess I'm going to see this movie. Uh, oh, you wrote The Hurricane uh, starring Denzel Washington. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so this 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 guy just, he writes movies. Yeah, he just writes, he looks like he just writes movies, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, give me a movie, I'll write it. I don't give a shit. Surf Ninja, sure. sure. Fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, Murder in the First. Okay, I'm trying, yeah, I'm I trying got to get it. paid. I got it. Okay, he's 73 years old. That explains Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that explains Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> he's still he's got something. He's got something called Codename Opera. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I guess I'm I'm yeah. glad he's still going. The writer sure. of Surf Ninjas. Yeah, no, I don't I don't wish anyone any ill will in this movie except for Rob Schneider. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can we can. Everybody else totally fine with. I'm cool with you guys. Everybody else comes out clean. Leslie yeah. Nielsen, man, always a treat. Always a treat to see Leslie Nielsen. The, I, yeah, I think I wanted him to be not Leslie Nielsen though. He was he was a little not Leslie Nielsen. Like he it's, growled a lot. Yeah, it was more. It was more like quote unquote acting than he normally does because normally his mm-hmm. shtick is he's totally deadpan. Um, That's true, and I mean he he acted. You know he he spent like what the seventies being like a serious actor. Seventies and eighties too. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's uh, the villain in one of the creep show segments. Right, I forgot he's in prom night. That makes me uh-huh. want to watch prom night again. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Um. Yeah, he's weirdly he's not in this movie very much. No, he's not. It 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 felt like he had somewhere else to be. Um, like the outfit might have made it easier for them to. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, he 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 yeah. barely had to be on set because of that outfit. I mean, he's hot shit right around now, right? Like ninety three. Yeah, yeah. He's a big comedy star in ninety three. Yeah, 
Naked Gun 2 was out. It's Naked Gun, it's, Naked Gun is, 3 was out. Naked Gun 3 came out no, this year. No, this is pre. This oh, is pre the Naked final Gun insult. 94. Yeah, it's 94. And then Dracula did and loving it happened and he took what he could get. Yeah. Which is still, I mean, sure. Yeah. It's I mean, fine. whatever. I legit Wrongfully like accused, him in Sure. Spy yeah. Hard, I don't give a shit. I legit like him in the scary movies. Mr. Um, Magoo, keep the checks coming, baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you end on? Um, I think a scary movie. No, something called Stonerville. Hmm. It's like a t- it's like a TV movie. I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think so. I don't think this matters. I think he I think he popped up in a lot of films right mm-hmm. near the end, right? Yeah. Oh shit, um, I just looked at a picture of him in Forbidden Planet and it's fucking blowing my mind. All right. I just saw uh, one of the second to last movie he was in. I guess I'll have to see. Uh, you know how they did like superhero movie and you know the, all the scary movies mm-hmm. things. They did one called Spanish movie, and it's a spoof of all the Spanish movies. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, the writers and directors look like they actually um, come out of Spain. I mean, that's better than yeah. not. <laughs> that's better than not. It's like Guillermo del Toro stuff. Like, uh, like uh, on the poster, they clearly have like the Pan's Labyrinth guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's Leslie Nielsen in the background. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was that, you know, Spanish language horror had like a resurgent, resurgence and they were probably like, look, we've made these movies for like everything. Uh Let's do this one. Fuck it. So, I don't know. This is something to watch, right? I suppose. I mean, he was also in Stan Helsing, and I'm never going to watch that. Yeah, that's you You bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did watch Surf Ninjas. We did. We absolutely did. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, you ever... is, nothing is going to change that. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to watch this movie again, right? I mean, if yeah, definitely if I can find, like, an actual copy, if it ever comes to streaming. Yeah. And, like, uh, you know, some Friday popping in Surf Ninjas for everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just feels right. I, it just I, feels like something we do. Yeah, people wouldn't have, like, a bad time. Mm-hmm. Not any more bad than anything else we've made them watch. That's true, yeah. Fuck me. This he's, could the cap- be... he's the captain in the Poseidon Adventure. All right, I'm done looking at Leslie Nielsen's filmography. He's the captain in the Poseidon Adventure? He sure is. That I don't know if I could take that shit seriously. <laughs> uh, that's like, because it's, it's just Airplane. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, I yeah. assume that's why he's in Airplane. Probably, yeah. Um, but like uh, him being very serious on, in the Poseidon Adventure just sounds like a hoot. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Give me, give me the Kurt Russell one any day. Sure, that's that's the one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts about Surf Ninjas? Uh, no. Yeah, I guess not. That's um, that's that's it for 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 this this guy this guy. I'm gl- thoughts. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it. I don't think I'd ever see it if it wasn't for our Patreon uh, producer, Mister DNA. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah. You know, we had seen Jurassic Park and I assume Tom, you've seen Lord of War. I have not actually. Oh, 
That'll be one I have to get to at some point. Yeah, Nicolas Cage does cocaine mixed with gunpowder. I've heard that. I've heard. Yeah. I've, I've I've been hearing that legend for years. But you know what? Yeah. I needed to know what Surf Ninjas is. Yeah, that's sort of what where I was at. I had seen Jurassic Park and Lord of War. Never seen Surf Ninjas. Uh, it just, you know, obviously, obviously. When else are we ever gonna have watched Surf Ninjas? Um, it was a lot of ups and downs. Most of those downs being anytime Rob Schneider was on, on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those yeah. are those are the real low points. Yeah, but yeah, uh, th- thank you, Mister DNA, and thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you've you. You've all been very yeah. You've been very good. You've been quiet, uh, patient. Uh, so I don't know if you're interested. We have a Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. Mm. Uh, there's there's tiers where you can make us watch movies, yeah. which is what what you have witnessed here. Yeah, um, we watch movies. We also watch movies with our patrons on a lower tier every Friday night. It's real chill. Uh, and then we have exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. That's our most basic tier. Uh, that's where you start. That's where you start with mm-hmm. two more podcasts a week. It's it's fucking amazing. That's Tom. where we that's where we get you hooked. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Speaking of getting you hooked, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can get all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check it's, it out. It's wild yeah. how much you can get. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's funny. This, we've had it for like three years now, so um, I will frequently think of people who are just now like joining and like looking back on like inside the jokes inside from like jokes. the beginning of, of the network where it's like we don't yeah. even reference those things anymore. Oh yeah, we have a we have a mask about fucking pegging on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's grave. Well, that will you always be due? relevant. Yeah, that's true. You know what we're due for, Tom? What's that? A new T-shirt design. I've got some ideas. All right, let's toss let's toss them around. Let's toss them in the old idea box. Shake it around. See what pops out. Yeah, we're gonna do that but not where you guys can hear it. <laughs> no. That's later. These That's are our, our secret ideas. <laughs>